want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to 8020. Thank you so much for playing today's episode, for listening, for tuning in. I hope that you are having an amazing start to your Monday, to your new year. It's wild that it's already 2022, but that's how things happen. Does anybody feel like the days and the years are just going by so much faster? Like the older that I get, the faster time goes. Like, I don't know if that's a good thing or if that's a bad thing or if it's just a thing that people feel, but that's how I feel. (laughs) Today's episode is called Thank You Next, and it's kind of a reflection on this past year. I like that song by Ariana Grande that's like, thank you, next, you know? And she's saying, thank you for the past, but we're moving forward to the future. And I don't think that there's any reason to like dwell on the past. I really don't like to spend too much time talking about things that are gone and things that have been. But I do think that it is important to glance in the rear view and reflect on lessons that you learned or times that you failed and learn from those things. So that's what we're going to do in today's episode. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. I'm not going to keep the intro super long today. I don't really have too much to share as far as like life updates or big things happening. Um, As you guys are listening to this, I'm on vacation so I might not be posting on Instagram. I do need to take like a little social media detox but I just don't have anything planned for that. But I think that when you guys are listening to this, I'll probably be doing a little bit of a social media detox, kind of hibernating, getting all my ducks in a row for what's to come in this new year. 2021 was one of my favorite years, brought a lot of lessons, a lot of growth. And I feel like it was one of those years that kind of set me up for the next phase of my life. It wasn't an incredibly eventful year. Nothing huge happened. I have some amazing memories from this past year, but there were no big milestones. There were no, there really wasn't a lot of craziness. It was kind of just a year of me focusing on me, which is the greatest blessing that I think this past year could have brought. Um, So I've jotted down a couple of lessons that I learned in 2021 in no particular order. So I'm just going to go down the list, share them with you, explain them, or maybe not explain them, just kind of leave them up to interpretation. Lesson number one is a workout usually fixes it. 
It's taken me a while to come to terms with the fact that if I'm feeling moody or I'm feeling unproductive or I'm feeling foggy in my brain, a workout usually fixes it. And I don't know if it's just laziness or the fact that I feel like I have to follow my daily schedule to a T, but oftentimes this happens in the afternoon, right? Or like if I sleep in a little bit past my usual wake up time, I feel kind of just like groggy and clouded in the morning or sometimes the afternoon slump gets me. But the days where I wake up and move my body or get outside or do a really good workout are the days when I feel my best. And I don't know why I kind of resist movement sometimes when I know that it makes me feel so good, but you will never regret a workout. And I just have to keep telling myself there have been days where I've like worked myself up to get motivated so much to work out. I'll be like, okay, it's noon. At four o'clock, I'm going to work out. At like one o'clock, I'll make my playlist for the workout. And then at two o'clock, I'll watch like a week in my life of workouts on YouTube. And then at three o'clock, I'll make a protein shake. Then at like 3.30, I'll put my shoes on and like I'll kind of get pumped up. And then at four, I'll actually go work out. And it shouldn't take me four hours to get motivated to go to a workout. It should just be a commitment that I have to myself because it makes me feel so good. So a lesson that I learned this year is that sometimes you just got to rip the band-aid off. You just have to go do it, get it done because it's going to make you feel good. Lesson number two is to protect your energy. I don't know if you guys feel this too, but I feel like there is a lot of outside noise and it's really important to put up a little protective bubble around your emotional and spiritual and sometimes even physical energy for your own well-being. So whether this is like you have to spend time with family or friends who don't necessarily fill your cup or you're scrolling Instagram and something triggers you, just turn inward and figure out why these things are making you feel a certain way and then put up your protective bubble. If something doesn't serve you, don't engage. Let me say that again. If something doesn't serve you, don't engage. If something is going to disrupt your peace, don't be a part of it. This might mean cutting people out of your life. This might mean blocking certain people on on social media. This might mean turning off the TV. But once you put your own needs first, once you start focusing on number one, you, protecting your own energy, your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, how you even view your world, like your perspective on life, just get a lot better. Lesson number three, if you don't, somebody else will. I don't remember which podcast I heard this concept in, but I was listening to a podcast once. It might have been The Balanced Blonde, but somebody had this opinion or outlook and said that ideas choose you. And these ideas come to people who could develop these ideas, execute these ideas, or build on these ideas. So if an idea presents itself, you can choose what you do with it. So I don't know if ideas equal opportunity or opportunity equals ideas or vice versa, or if they're not really one and the same, but in this context, I feel like ideas and opportunities could be potentially one and the same. But the kicker is if you don't do anything with that idea, with that opportunity, it will pass you by and move on to somebody else who is willing to do something with it. Someone else will take advantage of your idea. Even if you don't speak it out there into the world, somebody else will come up with the same idea and do it. Someone else will get the same opportunity 
and they'll do it. I'm a very creative person and I have a lot of ideas and I've let a lot of them pass me by because I didn't think that the idea was good enough or I didn't think that I could handle that idea and maybe at the time that was true. And maybe it's for the better. Well, in hindsight, it's obviously for the better that I did not follow through with these ideas or these opportunities. But I had an idea about six weeks ago that led me to some opportunities. And I decided that I wasn't going to let these opportunities pass me by because someone else will fully take advantage of them if I don't. So I don't know how that relates to your life. But if you have an idea, do something with it. Even if you just write it down in a journal and try to further develop it and realize that maybe you're not the best fit for that idea or maybe you can't do anything with it right now, it might be useful to you in the future. But just know if you don't do something with it, somebody else always will. Lesson number four, life is really just trial and error. My entire year has been a game of trial and error. So I recently started a business. Um, I started my own health coaching business. And they say the first couple years of your business are just a game of trial and error. And that could not be further from the truth. Um, This year I have tried a lot of things and I failed a lot. But with every single time I failed, I never took it as a failure. Maybe that's another lesson is that failures are lessons in and of themselves. But anyway, every time that something didn't really work. It was an opportunity for me to learn something and an opportunity for me to improve. And that's what really matters, right? I hope that we're always improving, we're always getting better, we're always growing. And you can't grow if you don't fail. So yeah, maybe I'll add that in as another lesson. Lesson number five is that failure is a good thing. The next lesson that I learned this past year is that you have to let go of control because you cannot control everything. I really started to feel this when I had my first weekend of yoga teacher training. I'm currently enrolled in a 200-hour yoga teacher training, participating in a 200-hour yoga teacher training, and January will be our third month in the program. November was our first month in the program, and the entire weekend, you don't have control over what you do and kind of like not being in control because I know that the instructors are taking care of us and everything that we're doing has a purpose. So that was one specific time where I truly let go of the need to control my schedule, my to-do list for the day because I knew that I could just be 100% present and I would be taken care of. When you let go of the need to control everything. Like, yeah, it's good to have a to-do list and obviously you need to be responsible for yourself. But on a bigger scale, you can't really control what happens around you. You can't control other people's actions. You can't control other people's words towards you. All you can control is your response. This is something that I'm still working on. I'm kind of a bit of a control freak, a bit of a perfectionist, but I'm trying to let go of these traits where they don't serve me. The last lesson, and I realize that this podcast episode is going to be kind of short, but I don't really, I don't feel like I need to talk your ear off about all these things. But anyway, the last lesson that I learned this year is that rest days are actually productive. There have been so many days this past year where I've just run myself into the ground and then it would take me like a week to get back to being myself again. And then I realized that if I take time off and if I put rest into my calendar, even when it comes to my workout, if you put rest days into your calendar, 
that is productive. It gives you time to regroup, reboot yourself, kind of like a computer. When things get kind of funky, if you just turn it off and turn it back on again, it might work. Same thing with yourself, with your body. So those are the seven or eight, I think, I kind of lost count, lessons that I've learned in 2021. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love to hear about the lessons that you learned this past year on Instagram. I'll post something on the podcast Instagram and you guys can leave a comment or send me a DM. I would love to read what you guys learned this past year. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. I was actually just checking the podcast um, charts and we're 177th in the self-improvement category on Apple Podcasts. And a goal of mine this year is to get in the top 100. So if you like the show, be sure to share it with your friends, post about it on Instagram. I do a giveaway for people who post about it on Instagram. All you have to do is take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast, tag me, Lily Rayco, and tag the podcast Instagram, 8020pod. Both of those will be linked in the show notes. And then you get entered into a chance to win a couple of ebooks that are on my website. So if you guys want to win ebooks, just post about the podcast and I pick a couple winners every week to receive copies of three of my ebooks from my website. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, rest of your week, and I will chat with you soon. Bye.